Welcome to the Arcatel Media. We appreciate your presence today. I'm very excited. We're very excited to have you here to join us to tell your amazing story. Um, meeting you and hearing your journey and, and for us to share that today is going to be so inspiring. So I'm really excited. So welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. So let's start with some interesting questions. So we're, we're going to take a look at some of the what's brought you here today and where you've come from in terms of your journey. Yes. Tell us a little bit about you and how you became a driver. Because you, you, you transport children to Yes. So, so maybe let's start from there. Tell us about that. Okay. Uh, my name is Patience Fumuka. And I happen to love my African name, which is the Mille. Um, I've been into transport industry now for about two years, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, going to that journey it wasn't that easy. Uh, there were things that pushed me to end up doing uh, transporting. Okay. Yes, so that, that's how it started. How it started. Yeah. What was what was the thing, the one thing that pushed you to say, I'm I'm not wanting to do anything in corporate anymore. I want to start my own business. What triggered that? Wow. Yeah. Um, doing things for myself. I used to do that for a long time, mm -hmm. but now. Um, taking a step forward. Mm -hmm. I think it started when I became sick at work mm -hmm. and then when you, like I, I had something, I don't know what was it, but I, I used to have this headache and I'll be like shaking. When I went to the doctor, they told me that it's sinus and all that mm -hmm. and they gave me a letter to take to work so that I could avoid uh, fleas and all that because I used to work at Manchester Department. Okay. Now uh, I gave them the letter, no one was listening and the pain was forever there and I used to cry. Right on the floor when I was shaking I could feel the pain and I would cry just in the middle of nowhere and that thing saddens me a lot and then it made me think. Now on the side, my son was having a problem getting to home. When I get from home, school, from school. Okay. So when I get home, my, I would find my son outside at past nine at night because I used to work nine to six, ten to seven. When it's holidays, it's nine. So I changed my son back to recent day or to recent day, and I would come during the day, fetch my son, go to work, we work together. At seven o'clock, we went back home. So this it is was during school holidays. Yes, even, even during the year, okay. from January to December, yes. it was just one thing. Okay. So it was frustrating in a way. I, well, I was like tired. I, I reached a point of you know what? I just need to do something. And the plan was to, I need to accommodate myself now. Yes. How are we going to get food? How are we going to survive in a way? Then I'm like, okay, let me just leave this thing. I, it was on the 9th of December when I said to myself, you know what, it's my birthday and I'm not going back to work. <laughs> so you, on your birthday, you decided on this On my birthday, yes. And then, uh, I told the lady that, okay, tomorrow it's my birthday and I'm off and I'm supposed to take two days off. And she started talking and talking and talking. You know, these are the things that I don't like. Right. 
what can my sister do for me? And so after a long time of you being ill, concerned for your son, yes. You had just come to this point and you, you, you resolved it in your mind to say, I, I don't think I can do this anymore. So there you are. You're no longer at work, you're not going back. And I'm not sick again. And you, so you, your health immediately improved. Yes, yes. And so the, the, the idea, the spark to transportation, how did that come about? How did you then go, this is what I'm going to do? Was this, you weighed out different options of what you could do? How did this one in particular become the option for you to do? Okay, my son was at Rosedale, by the way, and I stay in Diploof. Oh, wow. Diploof is far from Rosedale. Was this uh, the choice of school because of where you worked previously? Yes, uh, previously. Okay. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I would rather transport my child. I, I would I'll rather do transport for my child. I just become a transport driver for, for other kids and help out. Mm -hmm. And then now, when I got my money from work, I took that money and bought a car. And then from then, it started, you know, well, it started, it was slow, it took me six months wow. to get a child mm. to transport. And it was only that one child. But I persevered and stayed there patiently. And then it went on and on up until now. Now I know if uh, I feel like there's no space, I'll just say it, you know, I don't yeah. have a space. How many children do you transport? I've got 12 children because it's a private car. Okay, yes. Okay. yes. Lovely, and so, so what are some of the challenges? You know, you've, you've mentioned there, you know, it took you six months yes. to just get one child on board. Yes. But now that you're established as you've got your clientele and you know your routine, what are some of, give us three challenges that you are faced with every day within this business uh, one of those things that you have it's a big challenge because when you're having a, a, a car can just stop out of nowhere but because of uh, God's grace yeah. it has never happened more often to me mm -hmm. so I'm still managing with this one car so it's a challenge with this uh, kind of a business you need to have an alternative transport it's either you have two cars or someone else whom you trust who can help you uh, if you if ever have got a problem with your car then you can transport the key so that they won't be stranded and another thing is ish, finding the parents who are willing to pay ish, payment it's a problem okay. so parents are not really wanting to to pay for the transportation yeah, but pay. need the transport yes sometimes they want to pay their own they want to put their own price Yet, now you need to negotiate, you need to think, okay, do I take it or, or what? But you need to be, to be very firm with what you're doing. Okay. If you want this, it's take it or leave it. Okay. But you know at the end of the day, that parent will come back. Mm -hmm. Because she needs you or he needs you. Okay. And you need them back, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So the, those are the challenges that I, I had so far. Um, and what else? Um, so, the, so let's let's move and shift from the challenge and say, if you were going to improve your business, what are one or two things that you would do to say this is what I need to do to improve it? I mean, you sort of already mentioned this uh, challenge of resourcing um, and the alternative for car. But if those were fixed, is there anything else that you would consider that you could switch, change? Sure. 
changing. Mm. There are many things that I would love to change. Okay. There are kids who are suffering. They, they don't have a way forward in life. Mm. So being in a transport, no one wants to be a transport driver. Mm. But there are those kids whom I can help out, find uh, licenses for them, help them do something with their life or have some sort of income. Instead of going stealing or buying, you know. So you're talking about the youth that have finished school and are not yes. that are in your community that are yes. not doing anything with yes. their time. Yes. Okay. So you would want to actually grow your business to contribute to economic to the growth. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you know, when you're helping the community, at least you are not helping yourself only, right. but you're helping everyone to to. I know no one will be rich. No, we cannot all be rich in a way. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you help. Uh, one family. Now you know that okay, these people they they slept eating at night. They 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 ate. Mm. Yet now on the side there are those who can't even get jobs, but they've got their degrees and all that. You know, if you can just find a way of helping helping them, getting source of a uh, resourcement of to how can we. You know, improve grow them. The, yeah, to improve them, grow or be what they've learned for. I mean, you cannot be studying for architecture and then at the, at the end of the day, you're doing something else. Why can't we just help them doing whatever they learned from all these years? Okay. Yes. And, and are there any fun things that happen through your day? What are some of the exciting things that happen as uh, a transport driver? <laughs> Well, the fun things, um, I ended up selling. That's good. Okay. So I used to sell inside the car because of the time. We right. used to be late all the time. No, Waiting for the children. Yes, I'm going, I'm going to buy something. So I decided to buy something. You know what, guys? Are we going home? You buy whatever you want to buy inside the car, and then we just go. <laughs> so you and had a mini tuck shop inside yes, the car. I've got a mini tuck shop in the car. Yes. And then, you know, with the kids. I love working with the kids. They would say some of the things, others they will break you, others they will, you know, challenge you, and they will dare, kids will dare you. Okay. They dared me to, to, to make a better ice, of which I did. This is ice, ice lollies? Yes, yes. So they wanted, so they started telling you what you need to stock up in your tuck shop? Yes. In shop. If, they were, if, if I want them to buy, right. then I need to sell whatever they want. Okay. I did that and the business of selling, I think I would say it's growing in a way. Okay. Yes. You've got your, and, and you've got your guaranteed 12 that are definitely going to be purchased. Exactly. Okay. The whole packet of ices, I know, I, I don't know when it's winter, I don't know what's going to happen there. Okay. Yes, because you've got to switch up now the, the type of tuck shop that yes, you have. Yes, then I have to buy, sell something else. So there's, there's something else I want to move on about this exciting and fun things about you. Yes. You're also very passionate about music. Yes. Tell, tell us a little bit about how you came about to your love for music and why you love music so much. Well, um, loving music, it was through my dad. My dad used to love singing and my dad knew how to sing. Mm. So I think me singing is because of him. I would say out loud that I can sing, yes, because of that. So my family used to sing. I grew up in a family 
of people who love singing, mm -hmm. who love music. So I ended up doing that. My dad used to play um, Louis Armstrong. Okay. I used to love it. I love Louis Armstrong. So all the records were like uh, stolen. Something happened to the record players. So now we bought. I I I, I went back finding those old music. You know to remind as a us, collection. Yes, I, I do have the collection of almost every project. Richard Coolidge. You know, Louisa wow. Armstrong, uh, Otis Redding, you know, you, you name them. Ah, uh, you know, yeah. So you you, you mentioned uh, in a conversation offline that you would have this dream to having your own album. What, if you had to put that together, what kind of music would you have on um, The kind of music, I, I, won't, I won't specify what the types, yeah, mm -hmm. I won't say reggae or what R&B or Kwaito, as long as the message is gets through to 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 the to the community, yes. then I'm glad. Well, you you sampled a beautiful piece earlier. We would love <laughs> love to. It's, could you give us a sample of you singing something for us? Um, a, a short piece for us. A short piece. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Of one of your favorites. Any one of them. Okay, let me check Louis Armstrong. Yes, ma'am. I see trees are green, red roses too. I see them blue, far And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> You also mentioned a fun fact is that many years ago you actually appeared on Jam and Yes, I did. That must have been very exciting. It was out of this world because uh, going to Jam Ali per se, it wasn't about going to Jam Ali because I didn't know how to go via getting to Jam Ali. Mm -hmm. All I wanted was to get a music contract. Mm -hmm. I didn't go through so they they gave us complimentary prizes whereby you go to Jim Ellie. That's okay. where how, how that's where I went to Jim Ellie. Fantastic. Yes. So if we had to close off and you had a message for the young people out there, you're an entrepreneur who has her own business that's successfully running um, uh, in transport and you also have a passion for music and with the intention of doing something with that for future. What would you say to the young people out there who are inspired by your message and say she just encompasses so many things that I want to achieve for myself as well? What would your message be to them? Uh, my message is uh, in life you mustn't be scared. That's what I've learned. Mm -hmm. Because when you're working, you feel that okay, you've got an income that's coming. Mm -hmm. So people are scared to go out there and start their own thing. Mm -hmm. So if you put your mindset to it and be patient about it, nothing will come your way. So everything for you will just work itself automatically. Mm -hmm. So you need not to, basically you need not to be scared. Just do it. Fantastic. Yes. We thank you so much for joining us here in the Akita of India. And it's been fun with you. I wish you, we wish you all the best in your businesses and your growth. And that you only continue to prosper. And I can't wait to buy your album sometime. <laughs> thank you so much, Ms. Patience. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Thank you.